Hello, and welcome to another episode of Song Mess. I am your co-host, Beverly Bryan, and I'm here in the studio with Richard Viegas. Woo, it's me. How's it going, Richard? Uh, it's going really well, exceedingly well. A little tired, but thank you, Coffee, for, uh, you know, bringing health and happiness onto us. Our Lady of Coffee, um, we to whom we pray. Uh, no, and also, I'm I'm pretty hyped up by this track we're listening to. Yeah, Princess Nokia, patron saint of cell phones. She is back. And so, like, let's just listen to the rest of the song, because she's, it she's is... here with some goat. As, as the song title suggests, she is the greatest of all time. Princess Nokia back with a new song. The title is GOAT. G-O-A-T. It is an acronym. I feel like it's great because the song is great. And it really, uh, it shows that Princess Nokia knows who she is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She really does. No, she's back at it again with the white tears. Like, she is great. Um, She... (laughs) You're welcome. No, um, but yeah, I mean, and I think this is a great place to sort of um, start the episode because um, our last episode was a series of clips that you and I got uh, from interviews at festivals that we we hit up early uh, earlier this month and yeah festival season is popping it is awful swing I am dog paddling through it I honestly don't know how you did it because you were like deadly sick the whole time <laughs> well the fact is I didn't not well. I got really sick and I was supposed to be doing a whole lot of things. And then I just like laid down and died. Well, I feel like you did the worky stuff, not so much the fun stuff, but like, cause I never saw you at the shows. I saw you at like one show and then like, but you were at like all the conferences networking with all the people. Well, yeah, that's kind of the thing where, um, you know, when you have to turn off one of the burners, I turn off the fun burner first. Sorry to all of my friends. 
Well, hey, I mean, you got to prioritize, girl. Um, and yeah, well, and so we played Princess Nokia because we both saw her at uh, at Summer Stage during the LAMC, and she was fucking great. It's oh my god, she um she owned the stage, and I mean, she was rapping over her tracks, and that's always kind of a peeve of mine. But you know what? She made it kind of like she made it kind of like a, a gag where she's like she would like let and she just does it because she has so much confidence. Yeah. We're like, you know, if she just didn't feel like saying that line, she'd just let her, her like the studio version of herself say that. And so it was almost like she was duetting with herself sometimes. And like okay, she really yeah. like she really like owned that. Where she and like she you know she's just like I know it's like it's not about like doing this perfect performance. She's like it was more about like her interaction with her audience yeah. and like the moment. And I mean, she had it this incredible everything. dress on, yeah. And like you know, Brujas is like definitely my favorite song by her. Okay, and that made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Well, the hair um, on the top of her head fell off, but, you know, she snatched us so bald that she even snatched herself. She wasn't prepared for, like, the it, sleigh that she was bringing. There was that moment. Wasn't, but <laughs> it was see, so good. Once her again, fell out. she's so confident and funny it was and hilarious. brilliant that, yeah. like, she also made that awesome. And I'm like... She sold the hell But it hell also, it. like, went right into the song that is about hair. And oh, I'm like, yeah. did I'm like, did she plan that? Because she was like, y'all can tell I'm excited because my weave done fell out my head. Like, she was so awesome. Um, yeah, and she was great. The energy was great. Like, I, I was a little disappointed she didn't play any more of the older stuff. Um, but it was really cool. Like, and, you know, she was playing mostly music off her latest EP, 1992. And uh, it was really cool that, like, sort of, like, the banner that she had up was basically mimicking, like, a New York City bodega sign. And it was it was just so meta and so brilliant. Everybody was, like, kikiing in the audience. It was awesome. Now, great, great, great time. And, um, and, yeah, I mean, and I was, like, at a billion different shows. Like, I was hitting two shows a night. There was one night I hit three. I was dead. I actually called out from work one day because I was so tired. Um, you shouldn't really say that on the podcast. No, Richard. I mean, and I, I, to- I texted my boss. I was okay. like, I am dead. I like, I was like, I thought I could do it. I can't do it. My body shut down. Um, but wow. So we we now officially know what Richard's limit is. Yeah. I thought he was superhuman, but apparently he's he is mortal like yeah. the rest of us. No, it was it was bad. But like, um, it, it was funny because like the same day that Princess Nokia performed was the LAMC showcase, and uh, seeing Audrey Nix perform right after seeing Princess Nokia perform really didn't do Audrey Nix any favors because she is a snoozy one on that stage. And okay, Princess I Nokia was that, everything. Okay, but. I went I went to that too. Were and you there? I yeah, um, I Audrey Nix at Remesla. Oh no, I'm talking about Audrey Nix at the uh, oh, at the Highline yes. Ballroom. No, I missed that. This is the thing because um, actually, I'm really heartbroken that I missed a lot of these shows yeah. that I was really looking and they were forward really good. to. But like, it anyway. The the last couple of weeks have been rough. Yeah, but uh, I got to meet Lavero from from Radio Menea. Ah! Which was really cool. Like we, we like she, she, myself, and our friend Seth. We bum rushed the stage when Javier Mena was about to perform because like Jay Balvin showed up, and so like everybody flipped and flocked to him. So like the front, the front of the stage was cleared for like a second. So like we just like ran to the stage because 
other than Veto, like I didn't really care about like like Jay Balvin. So we're like, oh, cool. Javier is here. Not especially caring about celebrities works out for you in life. Just it's just a note to people. Perfection. Um, well, OK, so. So, yeah. So like last episode was about fests and we're going to start out, you know, with sort of like our own selections of the fests. So you brought in that Princess Nokia track. I I wanted to bring in sort of a tribute. It's not so much somebody that saw that I saw uh at 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 the fests because this is not a the the song that we're going to play next is not by an artist that i saw perform but it was played by a dj um marcelo kuning some might know him as marcelo baez some might know him as rico suave some might know him as nakotec like he had goes by like a million different aliases and nakotec is um international dj of mystery absolutely he's like an incredibly intelligent man um he is also like really mysterious he he kind of understands that the world is a game and he's really good at playing it um he's a very smart man he like very acutely aware of his politics and his like sociology he totally understands the workings of the world and he's really really cool people like that are cool but i try to avoid them um he had one of my favorite sets at ruido fest um because he was he got he got slated to play like a two-hour set really early on Saturday. Like he like hit the stage at like 2 PM on like the little forgotten third stage that like, you know, it's just, you put like whoever over there and he, he played like right before Chulita vinyl club. And so like on the main stage, it was like some lame band. I forget who it was. And so everybody just kind of drifted to see what was happening over here. And he like, Nakotec is known. He like even stopped it to be like, hello and welcome to La Quinceañera. And that's what Nakotec is. It's just like these kitschy pop, sugar sweet bullshitty campy moments um like remixes of you know alejandra guzman and talia and like you know wendy sulka singing like a virgin and, and just an, another thing to be that we should point out is that uh this is this guy's the og yeah like absolutely like every like alt latinx dance party that is in your city was inspired by this guy. Absolutely. That is without a doubt. So, you know, um, and in, in a way, he's a little undersung just because you can't possibly oversell, like, the underground impact this guy has had. Yeah. Well, and we we actually had a moment, because, like, we kind of know each other from the parties here in New York. I, like, you know, just, like, in passing, we've but we've never really, like, had a proper conversation. And um, afterwards, he was like, oh, my God, you know, thank you for coming and thank you for dancing. And, like... Cause like there weren't that many people. It was early in the day and who the hell is turning up at two 30 in the afternoon, you know, dancing to like random kitschy cumbias. But like all of a sudden everybody that I knew, Richard is everybody that I, I got drunk during his, I had four beers in an hour. It was wow. ridiculous. I was wasted. But like, that, a good DJ will make you do that. Yeah. The, the, that, that day might've been a little crazy. The boys from clubs and extra perlo may or may not have caught me doing something with a gentleman caller. It's fine. It's okay. It just happens. We move on in life. But, <laughs> but we had a, I had a really great conversation with Marcelo after, cause I was like, oh, it's really cool to see you here. And then like a uh, Papi Juice was also there. Like they were like selling zines and like some merch and stuff. They weren't really playing. I was surprised mm. honestly that they would have them there not playing. Um, but I, and so we got to talking about, there just of, needs to be like a DJ tent at, uh, and it was Ruido Fest. It wasn't, well, it, it, cause it's a little tricky cause people don't go to Ruido Fest looking for that. So the DJs, well, they will if they make it like Chulita didn't, Chulita Vinyl Club didn't have as many people as I thought they would. Like there was a moment where like Carolina and I were like, so heat exhausted. We just went and lied down in front of them and just like people were dancing cumbia, but I was like, I just need to like sit here. If and, they like, build enjoy. the DJ tent, they will come. 
Absolutely. No, it was not, but it wasn't bad. Like the curation was spot on. But anyway, but yeah, Marcelo and I just had this really great conversation. And like, yeah, he was telling me like the chronicles of Nacotec about how like, you know, he booked Silverio in New York City, like for like his first show in New York. He booked La Florida, her first show in New York. He booked Javier Amena, her first show in New York. That's what I'm saying. There was a connective thread that was really, really cool. And so like, I actually have never been to a Nacotec. Can we get him on the show? Because he's like... Oh my God. The history. I would gag. I really would. In those hands. Um, Anyway, well, and Nacotec is actually, like, he was such a hit, he got rebooked in Chicago. He's going to be playing there, I think, next month. Brilliant. Um, Yeah, like, I think during Pilsen Fest, don't quote me on that, but he'll be playing in Chicago soon. Um, Anyway, so I just wanted to play a little tribute to Nacotec, just because, like, again, he is such a trailblazer in, like, bringing fun back into sort of like Latinidad because like it's it can't all just be like you know perreo and like you know serious like serious music I, I feel like music te- Latin music tends to be too serious speaking of bringing fun into Latinidad can I just shout out Remezcla and their four hour <laughs> Facebook live session with an avocado that was turning brown was it only four hours is that as long as it lasted I have no idea but it was at least four hours and they're not just putting the fun back in Latinidad but like putting the fun back in media everyone else depressed like everyone else is like layoffs and like working so hard to just get like one more click and it's really depressing me and like Remezcla are the only people that like cheer me up well we're gonna we're gonna we've been talking a lot so let's play some musica so this is a song by La Terremoto de Alcorcón uh this is a a singer from Spain I believe and legitimately everything about her points to drag queen and she's not actually a drag queen she's just a very strange campy woman um and the song is called time goes by con loli let's see if you recognize it time goes by so lowly time goes by con loli time goes by so lowly time goes by con loli vámonos con loli Lonely time goes by Go 
con loli time goes by so loli time goes by con loli Okay, so I didn't recognize that. <laughs> I feel, I, you know, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to get a message from Babelito of Latinos Who Lunch after, after he hears this. He'll either be like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Or like, yes, it'll be one of the two. Um, but yeah, no, uh, la, la, la Terremoto, she here was covering, um, you know, uh, Hung Up by Madonna, mm-hmm. uh, which within itself is a very direct sample of ABBA's uh, Give Me a Man After Midnight. Um, ah. so yeah, I mean, it's references within references here. This is back when, like in 2004, like for, from her confessions on the dance floor album, she like styled herself as like a disco diva. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, Which, you know, that, that kind of worked, but I'm, I'm really, um, I like Madonna, but I'm really more of a, like an immaculate collection level fan. Yeah. So I, I respect yeah, that. There we are. Um, we have more divas on the list, don't we? We do actually, because, um, a lot of our favorite artists, just in general, have recently dropped songs. We can't even play them all in this episode, but you know we've got um, we've got Princess Nokia, who we adore, and also Kali Uchis has a new song. Um, the original is called Tyrant, or I'm not sure which we would call the original, but she like she released a Spanish version and an English version. Ah, so we don't know which the original is. It's it's hard to say, but. Um, the um, I think that's the, a, that's kind of a trend for a lot of these like up and coming sort of like bilingual pop stars. Like Jessica yeah. Hernandez just did the same thing with her album. Which I thought about we yeah I thought about bringing that in, but um, I don't love it as much as I love this one. Mm, I know I, you're right. So um, <laughs> we've got Kelly Uchis. So the English version is Tyrant, and that's with Georgia Smith. But um, I want to do the Spanish version because this is song mess Hello. and. The Spanish version, Tirana, features Fuego. Ah, well, that's so. kind of interesting. I didn't realize she got different people for the feature, and that's a very mm-hmm. smart, that's a very smart move. It's, it's very interesting, especially because, like, um, I, I really like the uh, quote-unquote mainstream collaborating with the quote-unquote indie. Right. Because people say there's no difference anymore, but there is a little bit of a difference, and it's interesting when artists, like, recognize the line is getting thinner and then explore that. Mm. It's kind of like how anyone can talk to anyone on Twitter now. Well, yeah, that is a weird, weird... The, the future is weird. Now that we've gotten very meta... So this is... Uh, so this is Caliucci's with the song Tirano featuring Fuego. Sirenas suenan tan violentas. Tú serías. 
Conversation and interview. Jump down from your high horse. Let's talk truth. Try something other than low-hanging fruit. Pour out the champagne while I sing myself the blues. This one's for you. Everyone around me thinks I'm going to fail, but they can't go.
can hear your eyes roll backwards loud and clear on this little earth. Life's too short to waste it on somebody else's fears. So, so blessed. Richard, what was that? That was Empress Of with the song Go to Hell, um, an emotion that I feel like I can really identify with these days. Um, uh, Yeah, um, I don't have very much to say about it. I just really liked it. It came into like sort of like my atmosphere. A couple of friends shared it and I was like, oh, this is cool and this is great synth pop and Empress Of is just a bad bitch. So I was like, yeah, let's bring that in. Um, That's why we're doing a new music episode because... We are in a summer storm of our favorite artists dropping pretty great singles. You know, she was at FYF, not performing, she was just attending. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lido Pimienta like ran into her and I, I was like, and they took like a selfie together and I was like, yes, natural hair Latina goddesses. Like it was just like a bit, two big poofs of hair. Oh man. It was so I, good. I love how like Twitter, not Twitter, but um, Instagram lets me know what every musician I know is doing at all times and who they're hanging out with. Like you saw when like Femina was randomly hanging out with Iggy Pop. Yes. And then he gave them an actual shout out and regular ass mainstream American Rolling Stone. He is my hero and he does have a lot of taste. That is so. pretty cool. Oh, Femina is coming soon. Like we should go. They're coming. They're performing at Joe's pub. Just public service announcement, guys. It's in August. Yeah, sometime. Go see them. There's there's so much. It is, as I said, it is raining music. And then just also another reminder, the uh, Brazil Summerfest will be kicking off on August 5th in Central Park featuring Elza Suarez and Lineker Eus Caramelos. And it's a whole week of Brazilian situations happening all over the city. So make sure you Google that shit. And uh, the next artist we have up is also going to be playing a festival really soon. Yeah. So tell me about this festival, Richard. So this is Bodega Island. Um, What's that? So um, I I recently wrote a piece. It sounds wonderful. Can I go and live on Bodega Island? (laughs) Well, you kind of already do. You don't live in Manhattan. Well. (laughs) But um, yeah, no. So like, um, you know, Remescla reached out to me and they're like, hey, you're always at festivals what if we wrote like a little festival thing for like the second half of summer? And I was like, okay, let me do some Googles. And I wrote the piece and like, it's around. I encourage you to find it. Um, you know, lots of new, exciting Latinx festivals all over the country. Um, and Bodega Island just kind of like popped up and I was like, what's this? And I was like, Mula and Maluk are playing and that's awesome. And, uh, Happy Colors, who I had just seen in Ruido Fest, uh, caught my eye. Cause he like, he, they just had him like play like a 20 minute set at like the Toyota, like stand. And I, was, I like the way you pronounce Toyota. I don't just even there. know why I said Toyota. That was the Spanish pronunciation <laughs> of Toyota. <laughs> but it was such a good set. That's how you say Toyota in Spanish, everyone. It was a fucking cool set. And like my friend, uh, Carolina and Jonathan, they're like, oh, we saw him at South by Southwest. We should really pop in. And like in those 20 minutes, like actually we caught like 10 minutes and he, he played EDM, tribal, hip hop, trap, reggaeton, dembow. It was like, doom, 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 la macarena. Like we were just like, what the Wait, hell is the macarena? Doing? Yes. It was like the most ADD, most 
psychedelic party shuffle I've ever heard. He's very aptly named. It was He's really so Happy good. Colors is a perfect name for him. And then I found his SoundCloud and like his own original music sounds like the way that he DJs. And it's so, so cool. So I brought in the song called Fracatan. And a Fracatan in DR is a lottery ticket. So, um, again, like it, within itself that has like many like implications. So I'm like really excited about it. Um, again, the songs are ridiculous. The beats are great. It's impossible not to bounce when you hear happy colors. Um, so we're, again, we're going to play that song now and I encourage you to stand up and twerk around your room. <laughs>
So Richard told me something amazing while we were listening to Happy Colors. I didn't realize it was going to like blow your mind. It didn't blow my mind, but I just feel like people should know. Yeah. that. Um, so Alex Ambanter has the word Latinx tattooed on his like forearm. I, or, or Latinx. It's, it, is it, does everyone say Latinx now? In Spanish, people say Latinx. Okay, I always wondered because I'm like, well, shouldn't it be? In English, we say Latinx. Latinx is, but that's Spanglish. Yeah. It, anyway. <laughs> and I mean, I'm hey, like, let's not, let's not go into like all the problems with the word, but it, hey. It, it's, it's, you know what? It's, it's a, it's not a perfect word, but it is a freaking perfect tattoo idea. It is a, it is something. I mean, well, he's, he's committed to his message. I'm into it. Um, yeah, I mean, I am too. Like I, I got to see him twice and, um, you know, I saw him in, uh, at Ruido Fest under rather uncomfortable, uh, circumstances, even though like every, everybody was good vibes except for one person who was around. But, um, when I, when he performed here in Brooklyn at Prospect Park, like, it was raining that day, so like nobody came. It was him and Taishi and Quantic. I could have seen him in one of the most beautiful parks and no in one the was world. There. We were in VIP, right up front. They like they were giving away VIP passes oh, because like there was nobody shattered, in the front. But now my heart is shattering anyway because I wasn't there. And it was amazing. And like, but thankfully, like again, the girls show out. Ten other, ten other queens were there yelling their heads off for him. Yes. Um, and we were living our lives. And he opened with Amiga, which is my favorite song of his, I've decided. Oh, my God. Um, and, yeah. No, and it was like, again, it's, it's really, it's sort of like bittersweet, right? Because, like, it's really cool that I have him all to myself. But at the same time, I'm like, I really want to share really this gift with the world. everyone had been there to witness it? Absolutely. Yes. Like, he deserves the superstar show because he is a fucking superstar. Um, I like, you know what? It's coming. There were, he got the Latin Grammys. He and, he and Javier Amena, like real, like Javier Amena's show has improved tenfold. I saw her last, like four or five years ago. I thought this was my moment, but destiny had another thing to say about that. In 2017, I've seen Javier Amena perform four times. I Just, just rub it in. I regret nothing. I, it is so good. Um, but, but we have another Chilean on the list. That's true. That you are bringing in and are excited for. Well, Richard, Richard's bringing her in too, in a way. We both, um, yeah, we, we both, both wanted her. We had a discussion about, because, you know, Rubio has been putting out a series of EPs. Um, the first one was titled R. Right. This one is titled U. I wonder what the next one is going to be titled. I... I'm going to go out on a crazy limb here and suggest it might be B <laughs> and the other one after that might be I oh. and O because the EPs are okay. The guys, the EPs are going to spell out Rubio when it's over. Each one is like about two songs. This new one is pretty darn good. We yeah. had a discussion over. It's um, far, it's far superior to the last one. Like it's really like something in her sound has just sort of like crystallized. It's really good. Well, you know, she's writing these as she goes. Yeah. So that's part of it where it's like, so this is a process and we get to sort of like watch her artistic process. And it's fresh. It, it, it makes it fresh. It's just, she's just putting it out right away. So it's just like, oh, great. I don't, I don't have to sit on it. It never gets stale. Like it's we're we're experiencing her growth as she does, which I think is really cool. So yeah, it is rad. It's a rad way to experience music with the artist. And um, we actually had a discussion about whether uh, Tesoro or Las Plantas was the song we wanted to play. And we like Las Plantas a little bit better. Hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna put that on.
from the future and so i loved that i'm here for that um you know when when you hear the wind chimes speaking your name and yeah anyway no it's totally psychedelic i think rubio is very psychedelic i was really sad that i didn't get a chance to see her she uh she came to new york she played at out in the streets fest and she i think she also did um like the after party for lamc or something and she also played nuevo fest in philly which i I'm like, holy crap, like the lineup was amazing. I like La Vida Bohem, Javier Amena, Balloon, Buscabulla, Rubio. Like I I'm like next year I'm going. Cause well we did get to see her with Parrot Dream. Oh, that is that is cool. Once um, upon a time. Once upon a time. But I'm but I'm like I But that, she's done some no, she's come a long way since then. It sounds it was very a very different. new project. And so yeah, I would love to see her again too. What else do you have for us, Bev? Well, I've got some things I think they goes pretty well. They go together and I think that it's not a it's not a neck breaking segue mm. um from uh Rubio. Um this uh we've got an EP that just came out called El, El Origen. And it's, um, so there's Rodrigo Gallardo from the electronic group Matanza. And, oh, okay. Um, so they're Chilean. And he, it turns out, is like best musical buds with Nicola Cruz. So they just put out this EP where um, Rodrigo has some original songs that he did as Rodrigo Gallardo. And then... Uh, Nicola Cruz remixed all of them. And so this is, I want to do, um, I want to play uh, El Origen, the title track, but I want to play the uh, Nicola Cruz remix. And then um, what's interesting is there's a newcomer uh, from Colombia named Will Villa. And this is like his debut track, but get this, his debut single has Toto La Mamposina on it. And so it's it's sort of like his uh, reversioning of Aikurura. And 
that is, it's a pretty cool song. Um, Totola Mampasina, it's one of the songs she's really known for. And I really like what he did with it. And so I think that um, that's pretty cool. Oh, and also uh, I am, I was super stoked on this because I recently got to see Totola Mampasina and Ooh. I can't believe that that happened. And she was incredible and it was a very spiritual and profound thing to me. That's really cool. That's, that's an icon in the flesh right there. Yeah, no. Okay, so we are going to listen to, again, El Origen by Rodrigo Gallardo. This is a Nicola Cruz remix. And then we're going to follow that up with Aikurura. This is by Will Villa, and that's featuring Totola Mampocina. En un cofre de 
Okay, so I think by now it should be pretty clear that that I'm a sucker for beats like that, and and always will be. Oh, I'm here for that. I I lives for some good like Andean sounding Caribbean moments. But right now you've got some pretty uh, great beats for us coming. Yes, it sounds absolutely nothing like what we just heard. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm very excited. And um, as am I. Uh, I'm very excited to bring in a track by Jay Boogie. Um, it he's been. Again, you know, like how I say, like, I always keep like five or six names on a list just in case like a track falls through or just we decide that we hate it last minute and we can bring him in. So um, he's been like in my mind for a long time um, and he just dropped the mixtape today. And by the time you guys hear this, it'll be last week. But still, I think <laughs> we're, we're bringing some pretty fresh brand new stuff. This, this is week. all new. It's I'm brand proud of us. New. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so the, so let me give you a little background on Jay Boogie. Jay Boogie is a rapper from Brooklyn, I believe from East New York. I think that's in Brooklyn. Um, and he's from the hood, like deep hood. And the thing about Jay Boogie is that he's also very like femme, very queer femme in your face, quite aggressive, very cool, styled to perfection. Extremely sickening. Um, Almost as sickening as Richard. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he came up in the ball scene. So like, again, he already has like the, like he has that ballroom vernacular coupled with the swagger, coupled with the lyricism, coupled with the attitude. So he's so cool already. Um, And so the 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 new mixtape is called Jesus Loves Me Too, which of course I was like, oh God, is this some Christian trap stuff? Um, and it's not actually. It's more like him being like, fuck you if you think religion, you know, should hate me because I'm fucking everything, and you know, Jesus loves me too, girl. Um, so it's really more of a clap back, and so that's pretty cool. And the tracks are everything. Um, there's a couple of of real bangers on here, and I wanted to play Malandrina, which. Um, he usually he mostly performs in English, but like he, his background is Colombian and Dominican, so you know he he definitely includes that in his identity and in his performance. And so this track is actually in Spanish. This is the only Spanish track on the mixtape, um, and I think it's really cool. I I don't know. I'm really here for J Boogie. Yeah, actually, I've been I've been seeing um, a few little write ups about him here and there. So I'm stoked that he's he's getting attention for this. Yeah, I'm really excited for him. So again, this is J Boogie with the song Malandrina. Juguetona, llegó la toma la más fina, la chilindrina, la asesina, llegó la que ti te domina, la comelona, la come sola, la atracadora, llegó la que ti te incomoda, llegó la que ti te fascina, la buggy, la malandrina. Me critican por sencilla, sin barriga, sé que mi cuerpo te motiva. Oye cariño, soy paso fino, bebo vino, todo limpio, con estilo. En la calle muy elegante, siempre adelante, calle pero elegante. Tú no me soportas, ¿qué me importa? Care torta, tú eres gorda y eres floja. Maldita naca, fucking rata, te sofoco, mira la soga y la mata. Me disculpo si te insulto o te asusto, no es mi culpa que tú seas culo. Cero bulto, gusto mucho, cogiendo viajes pa' Acapulco, comiendo que rico. 
con tu marido en el sandunguejo Él me regala brindineo cuando arranco con el perreo Pásame el picante, pásame el sazón Pásame el limón, pásame el chicharrón Tengo un bugarrón con tremendo salchichón Que me quiere un paquetón, pero dice que él no es maricón Cuando yo entro al bastimiento Los tigres se paran, me regalan el asiento A veces quieren saber cómo yo me siento Me siento rulay por fuera y por dentro La maridosa, la caprichosa, la juguetona Llegó la buggy freaky tona La más fina, la chilindrina, la asesina Llegó la que ti te domina La comelona, la come sola, la atracadora Llegó la que ti te incomoda Llegó la que ti te fascina La buggy, la malandrina Mamá ñema, pata seca, tú estás seca Mejor ni venga pa' mi mesa Esta juca no es pa' sucia, vagabunda Pa' mí tú eres una difunta En esta jungla hay muchas reglas Deja la plepla pa' no cortarte la lengua Llegó la jefa, la verdadera, la muñeca La verdadera grasa de la raza Mira payasa, aquí se quema grasa Ponte la faja, suelta la empanada No tires puya si tú no aguantas este fuego Bienvenido a mi pueblo Abrimos fuego, mucho pleito, pegamos cuernos y lo tallo de lo bueno, te lo digo con orgullo Papi chulo de los míos, ponte pa' lo tuyo Que lo mío está seguro, lo mío está seguro Ponte pa' lo tuyo Y por eso me dicen la odiosa, la más sabrosa, la hechona La más toda, la coqueta, la más freca, la que respetan Manidosa, caprichosa, juguetona Llegó la paquifiquitona Chilindrina, la asesina, llegó la que ti te domina La comelona, la come sola, la atracadora Llegó la que ti te incomoda Llegó la que ti te fascina La buggy, la malandrina Que vive el género trans Y que los maricones, los cueros, la que se la buscan Que viva la fucking república dominicana Llegó la malandrina Okay, so I was into the flow with that. I was into a lot of things about that. His flow was heavy. Indeed. <laughs> and uh, one thing, Heavy Flow is a great MC name. I think someone, Ooh. I think it's taken. Flow and the Hendersons? Something like that. Um, but uh, one thing I really like about uh, this Spanish track is that J Boogie is clearly not afraid to mm. be complex. Yeah. Like there is a lot going on there. And then to be like, and I'm also Afro Latino. Yeah. And not to like make a big deal out of it or like not to, you know, spoon feed it to people or be like, and this is, this is this box that I'm in. This right. is this box. He's just being Jay Boogie yeah. and just putting it all out there and making it a part of like his art and who he is. And it can be difficult for artists to be complicated, but it gets easier the more artists like just, bust out and be complicated I think on stage. I think sometimes with like something like this when like you, you know, you mostly perform in English and then all of a sudden you do a song in Spanish, it can feel contrived. Mm -hmm. And I think in this particular case, it's very like, well, today I saw my tia and I was feeling a certain way in Spanish. And you know what? There happens to be a notepad here and oh, there's a beat. Great. And like, that's where like the song was born, you know, like he was probably going through something after having been in like a particularly Latin 
situation or a scenario and was like, all right, this is the inspiration for today. Yeah. And, or perhaps, you know, just the phrase happened to come to him in Spanish. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, it often happens. Like I, I sometimes I can't shake it. Like, sorry, I, my Tia is texting me. Hey girl. <laughs> hey Tia. Um, and speaking of Tia's, let's introduce the next song. Um, we played, uh, we played Mon Laferte in the last episode and here she is again. I'm, I, I don't is, mind is seeing she, her. Is she our Tia now? Is that? Yeah. Oh, she could, she would be a fun Tia. She would be like, she's like the cool hippie runaway Tia that like came home and like decided to settle down and crazy Tia Mon. Yes. So, okay. So we're listening to Mon Laferte and La Santa Cecilia do a cover of Ingrata. What's up with this, Bev? Yes. So this is um, Marisol and Mon Laferte with, I believe it's Mon Laferte's band, um, did this ah. cover. And it's a, it's a live video of them performing it. And, you know, Ingrata is a very famous song by Café Tacuba, perhaps their most famous song. It's, the, you know, the song you go to the show and you're really hoping that, uh, you know, they play. And, but recently they've been refusing to play this song. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a song about a man who's very angry with his lover and at, you know, it's very emotional. Um, it's a great song, but at one point he sort of threatens to kill her. Yeah. Um, now this is, this is artistic hyperbole. Um, but you know, it's really interesting what, um, they've been saying, you know, Cafe Tacuba and it's sort of, um, cause they, they say they don't want to they don't want to sing the song anymore. And it's, it's all about context. And a lot of people have been like sort of upset with them about that, but it's kind of, um, you know, they've got really, really good reasons for why they've been really reconsidering if they're ever going to sing it again. Um, you know, and their, their statement has been, you know, as a band has been like, you know, we believe that women should be loved and respected and, out of context, that's a little bit strange, mm-hmm. but um, in context, it's about what's going on in Mexico right now. Um, there are a lot of, there's a lot of, there's an epidemic of femicide. Um, you know, the government has even sort of acknowledged this and said that they need to change the way they are dealing with crimes that are murders of women. And, you know, you can't, um, you can't not recognize that. And so Ruben Albaran uh, the singer has been, um, he said in news reports that, you know, he's been seeing what's been going on and that's why he feels like it's important to take a step back and think about the impact of, you know, their songs. And there's a quote, um, from a recent interview that I really want to read. It's really incredible. Um, just, I thought it was like so profound what he said, which is, okay. He said, you know, um, It's time for us to reflect if we will keep playing it or change the lyrics because now we're aware of the issues. And I personally am not interested in supporting that. A lot of people can say that it's just a song, but songs are culture. And that type of culture can empower some people, some people to hurt others. And then I think it's like very, very interesting where we have um, two women then sort of flipping the script on this song and the the delivery of it, you know, um, is so uh, meaty if we listen to it. Yeah. So it's sort of, um, yeah. Just let's just let's just roll a clip.
continue sort of on that thread uh there's been a lot of you know things happening shit in the news whatever what sca- new scary story you've heard today um and yeah when i was at ruido fest a couple of like really interesting things happened uh one of them was uh there was a mini riot <laughs> um there was a home depot uh 
the Home Depot was a sponsor of the festival and uh, there was sort of like a, you know, like a booth and like interactive booth where people oh, would yeah, come in. Oh yeah, we didn't and, even talk about that. Yeah, we're gonna. Um, and yeah, and people were coming and basically what they had like that made it interactive was like everybody got like a little tile and everybody like did like some little artwork and they were all putting it on this wall, you know, like we're all building this wall together. And now the Home Depot is also a proud sponsor of the Trump administration. So uh, you might understand why certain brown people at a Latinx music festival might have felt that building a wall at a booth of a company that sponsors Mr. Trump was maybe a little in, in poor taste, if you will. Maybe a little tone deaf? Uh, just a smidge. A little insensitive? Uh, just a smidge. Um, and so, yeah, people freaked. <laughs> and people took back the night. Like, it was just... Yes. Like, <laughs> people were just, tear it down. Te-, like, chance, somebody produced spray paint? I don't know where they got it, <laughs> but they tagged the wall. They wrote, no wall and fuck Trump. And I was like, yes, yes! bitch! Um, I was doing Instagram stories for Remezcla and like, I just happened to be next to like Isabella, our editor. And I was like, Hey, can I put this on there? Or like, are you guys not cool with politics? And she's like, it's fine by me. Um, Remezcla not cool with politics. I don't know. Just, you know, I mean, you you should, it's it's good that you asked. You always want to ask. And she was like, go for it. And so like, I interviewed Lester Ray, um, who's like, again, a very political, you know, very active local musician in Chicago. I mean, and that was like, and then Isabella wrote the piece about this. Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, no, no. Like everybody was there and like a fight broke out. Security broke out. Like people were really getting out of hand. Um, I will say it was actually the crowd that was getting out of hand. They were trying to push down the wall. They were pushing the, the Home Depot employees. So when security like budged, budged in, a lot of people tried to be like police brutality, but that was not the case. It was What's the, a it music was the festival was, without things getting a little out of hand? It was the Come crowd on. getting out of hand. So, but sh- still it's like, it's not it a was, real music festival. If someone doesn't push over a barricade, at it some was point. intense. Oh, I have, there's stories that I still haven't even told you, but anyway, so that was number one, but uh, you know, I just want to connect to what you just were saying about, you know, uh, Ingrata and and uh, Café Tacuba not not performing that song because I, right before Ruido Fest, Café Tacuba had a free show in Millennium Park. Um, and oh you know, yeah, and you went to that, right? And I went to that, and so, Catalina was there, and they did not perform Ingrata, and everybody was waiting for it. And they did an encore, and everybody was like, "Oh, it's gonna be Ingrata, it's gonna be Ingrata," and they didn't. And I still got in the mosh pit, and it was great. No, oh, no, I got in the mosh pit for Molotov. Never mind. But um, but yeah, like. I think, and a lot of people, and we were talking about that and we're like, a lot of people are just like, oh, like a lot of women were like, you know, I, I, I get it, but I also like, fuck that. Um, I think it's a conversation worth having. I definitely applaud their decision for that. And I think it ties into the next song that we're going to play because the, the sort of like the biggest headliners and sort of one of the most surprising additions to the Ruido Fest bill was uh, Intocable as like the Sunday headliner. It was very hit or miss like people weren't really sure if this was going to be a massive hit or if it's going to be a failure it was um, a risk and I w- it was definitely a risk and i was uh, in the press pit um in the press area backstage um and when they came to do press like they were all like all 10 of them and like their outfits their vaquero situation hats and you know brocade jackets they were killing it um talk about sickening and 
like of like five questions that I heard, four of them were like, so how do you feel not being in your element or playing somewhere where you're like not the norm? And I was very like, wow, guys, you're really missing the point. You think these guys have never listened to a Jimi Hendrix record or do something? You, yeah. Or like they're from Texas, guys. Like they're not even from like Mexico. They're from fucking Texas. Um, like their new album is called Highway. <laughs> like, um, and so... Uh, I was very excited to see them just because like I Norteño is not something that I've really experienced. I like, you know, I, I didn't grow up in Mexico like that. Like I grew up in the, in the Caribbean where you might hear it. Like I'm sure there were Tigres del Norte song like playing on the radio, but it wasn't really something that you went out of your way to seek out. Um, and it was, first of all, lovely. It was a, an, incre- they were incredibly no, I would have welcoming, loved to have been there. Humble welcoming like Mexicanos are really excited to be like that. They were there like, cause there's of course the Roqueros, but like a lot of people are just like Mexican, Mexican, like regular ass people. Like not everybody's like a hard rocker. So like there were like old people just dancing and like there were people with their children. It was such a beautiful atmosphere. And after they finished their set, they were on stage for about 10 minutes bowing you know, applauding with the people, thanking people, taking pictures with people. They were incredible. Um, and so that was really awesome. So this was a moment. It was really special. Like Carolina and I were just sitting there cause we were exhausted after a crazy ass day, just sitting there eating tacos and drinking a beer. And like, we were just watching them and talking about how like amazing that was. Um, and the reason I want to play them back to back with the, you know, with Ingrata just now is because they also, they had a moment in the middle of the show, um, for, uh, for their new album, which is kind of an EP. It's a very, it's a short album. It has like a little mini film. It's about border life. And it's about, there's a song called Dia 730, Day 730, where they are exploring the idea of femicide and, and, you know, disappearances of women, uh, in particular in Juarez, which is again, a border state. Um, and it's known as like one of the roughest in Mexico. Um, and you know, women have been, you know, the victims of these unexplained murders for decades now. Yes. Yes. And, and I mean, so and far, I, nothing I, has been done. I mean, I think it's quite obvious that this is linked to drug trafficking, human trafficking, prostitution rings. You know, it's all just like, I mean, what unspoken horrors these women go through is just... I I just don't want to think about it. And so like it's it was very special and I think in the press section uh they were de- they were asked about it and they were like, you know, more more than asked they were thanked for bringing this into sort of like the limelight and just like being like, you know, so open to having this conversation. Um and I think a lot of people because they see the kitschiness of norteño, they forget the fact that like a lot of these norteño bands like they've pioneered the corrido, you know, like they they and that they sing about, about this real heavy things. shit, yeah. Um, and you know that the the genre has, you know, it stayed current. So you know they are they've always been singing about whatever is happening right now. Yeah. So I want to play Dia 730. I actually um, I got the YouTube um, clip, which which is introed by a series of women, uh, real women, giving testimonies about. Um, you know, the name of maybe their daughter or their sister or their friend who disappeared. Um, and it goes into the song. So we're going to play that um, and we will be right back to uh, sign off for this episode. Soy mamá de Fabiola Janet Valenzuela Banda, desaparecida el 23 de agosto del 2010, con seis años de desaparecida. Mamá de Luz Angélica Mena, desaparecida el 4 de agosto del 2008, a ocho años de su desaparición. Mamá de Mónica Liliana Delgado Castillo, desaparecida el 18 de octubre del 2010, 
a seis años de su desaparición. Mamá de Nancy Beth Navarro Muñoz, desaparecida el 13 de julio del 2011, cinco años de desaparecida. Mamá de Grisel Paola Ventura Rosas, ella desapareció el 22 de junio del 2011. Soy mamá de Yanira Gutiérrez Ramírez, ella desapareció el 14 de agosto del 2015. Mamá de Idalí Huache Laguna, desaparecida el 23 de febrero del 2010. Mamá de Yanel Paola Soto Betancur, desaparecida el 23 de mayo del 2011, a cinco años de su desaparición.
So I wanted to um, give a little update after all of that, um, because uh, speaking of violence against women in all forms, which we are mad about all day, every day, um, I interviewed Roxini, who we played on the episode before last, mm-hmm. or the last new music episode, and I was pronouncing her name, I think, Roxini. And it's not. It's Roxini. Ah. So learn that name because you guys are going to be hearing it. And because I, yeah, so I spoke to her recently and she is amazing. And uh, I've also heard her EP, which is coming out next year, I believe. And it's not quite finished yet, but it's really good. So get hyped on this lady. And basically find her on all the social medias and follow her for updates. Yes. You, you're going to want to stay tuned. But um, another thing that I wanted to mention is I think I, I mentioned that like, you know, the song Nine Months, which we played before mm-hmm. was it's it's a you know, it's it was inspired by a very toxic relationship that she was in. And, you know, so in a lot of ways, she sort of wants to dedicate it to um, any woman, anyone. But, you know, as she pointed out to me in the interview, it, it this tends to happen to women a lot. Right. Um any woman who has been through an abusive relationship and it's also um, linked to this campaign she's doing. That's really rad. If you buy this single, which I recommend you do because it's really good anytime in the next nine months, the, she is going to donate um, I believe all of the proceeds to a different organization that supports women. Um, This month, I believe it is Planned Parenthood. Next month, it's going to be for GEMS, which is great because this is an organization that uh, she actually um, volunteers with. And it is for uh, young women who have been uh, sex trafficked. Wow. If that is the term. Okay. And it's... uh, you know, um, work with sex workers, organizing with sex workers can be a very fraught subject. Um, but I think that the work that gems does is pretty rad. And so next month, if you buy the single gems gets the money. So I recommend that. And yeah, that's just what I wanted to tell you. And also that I apologize for pronouncing her name wrong that one time. Well, shout out to Roxini. 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 <laughs> for all the good work that she's doing. And um, we are at the end of this episode. Thank you so much for uh, making it through with us, guys. Um, I uh, just want to remind you all that you can find us on iTunes. Uh, I was about to say Twitter, which you can find us on Twitter, but yeah. to listen to us, uh, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, Google Play. Play. More to come soon. And where can people follow our delicious and very active social media, Beverly Brian? 
Well, there is Song Mess Music on We're Song Mess Music on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, only on Twitter. On, on on Instagram, we're just Song Mess. We're just Song Mess. And then on Facebook, we're also Song Mess, right? Yes, ma'am. And if you want to email us your fabulous song suggestions, which so many of you have, um, that is also at songmessmusic at gmail.com. So please keep us honest and keep us entertained. And if you want a sticker, just ask. I will mail it to you. I, <laughs> I sent Camilo stickers. Shout out to Camilo for like posting us and tagging us on like all of the social medias is like that is hilarious to that, me he is he is the raddest especially i especially appreciated the haritos um yes. thing because <laughs> I'm, I'm glad somebody appreciates my my haritos obsession i think richard's a little sick of it i was trying to tone it down he he promised that because uh, we were talking for a little bit and because he lives in orlando and he promised that he's gonna like tag something in orlando and, t- and take a picture for us and again that is that is uh something that i extend to all of you if you have a sticker i know that in chicago i like draw i made it rain stickers so please guys stick the sticker on something vandalize a bathroom near you take a picture and send it to us i want to give you out a shout out i also want to make sure that people around the world know and hear and read somas that's right actually if you want like 10 stickers to like give to your friends or like put everywhere i will send them to you okay so um we uh again are our street team (laughs) gag um so we're at the end of our show and um to play us out since we're a little bit in our feelings because like the you know uh femicide subject is a, a bit intense important to yeah, discuss but it we, is intense we kind of lost our focus after that but it's like you know, this, <laughs> these things they kind of they wreck us okay so i just want to i just want to bring you guys down to like relax i want to untrigger you um and i this song came to me this week just this guy messaged it to me um de osos is a producer kind of like a post-rock producer from mexico city um his name is arturo luna he's a again young musician up and coming really cool really interesting and um you know he put out an album last year or actually earlier this year and um he's releasing a new song well he just released a new song um called uh leve distorsion en el aire um and it's the distortion in the air yeah light distortion in the air huh um and i asked him about it like what it was about because it's it's um it's instrumental. And he was like, yeah, this is sort of like my, my lonely space travel song. Um, but I suspect that there's more to it because there's something about it that's so devastating. Um, and I really did not expect this because this, this isn't, I I didn't, didn't even read it as post-rock or as electronic music. I read it as classical music, like as a classical composition. Um, I think it's, it's stunning. It's my favorite thing that I've heard, uh, in a while. Like this is like, it just blew my socks off. Um, I was into it too. You guys are going to like this. So again, this is Leve Distorsión en el Aire. Um, This is by De Osos. Find him. Uh, My name is Richard Villegas. That has been Beverly Bryan. This is Song Mess. And we hope to uh, get you tuning in soon and more often. Good night and good luck. Bye.